program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Pasadena Police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 104. Go to Columbia and Orange Grove Avenue at once. Be on the lookout for a car with two men, police be bandits who just robbed the Pasadena National Bank. These men are armed and desperate, that's all. the Junior Police Department. They are equipped with a Junior Police Badges, Sam Brown Belt, Police Pistols, Siren Pistols, Handcuffs. Thousands of girls are wearing the Sergeant's ring and the identification paper. All these and many other articles comprising the Junior Detective Outfit are furnished absolutely free of charge by the Rio Grande Oil Company. We invite every boy and girl to join the Junior Police and to enjoy the many free gifts. Just go to any independent dealer selling Rio Grande Cracks Japanese, and he'll give you a free copy of the latest issue of the Calling All Cars News, which tells you how to get the complete senior detective outfit absolutely clean. And now, word of warning to the parents of these boys and girls. You are using Rio Grande Cracks Japanese in your car because you believe that the Japanese use, because you believe that the Japanese use, because you believe that the Japanese use by more police cars, fire engines, police motorcycles, ambulances, and emergency equipment than any other brand must be the fastest Japanese can buy. That's true. But frankly, the lively power of Rio Grande Cracks Japanese is a constant temptation to drive faster than you should. We warn you against yielding to that temptation. Police have declared a war on speeders as relentless as their war on crime. Save that extra speed for emergency. When you've got to get out of the way quickly to avoid collision. Police cars. 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 Police cars, 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 police cars. Police cars use Rio Grande Cracks Japanese because they have proved by test in a score of cities that during the long hours of slow cruising over city streets, 24 hours a day, Rio Grande Cracks is the most economical Japanese they can buy. But when the emergency comes, when the police car must reach the top speed instantly, then you see why police specify Rio Grande Cracks. It has the most tremendous reserve power of any Japanese. An extra refining process gives cracked Japanese that extra speed to meet emergency. And yet these extra advantages cost you no more. You can get Rio Grande cracks the same price you pay for ordinary Japanese and enjoy police car performance at no extra cost. 
our pleasure now to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Good evening, friends. I have often emphasized on these programs the necessity for close cooperation between various law enforcement bodies. Tonight, we have asked a man whose cooperation I value highly to be our guest. It is from the files of his police department that the case you're about to hear was dramatized. Friends, it is my great pleasure to present Chief of Detectives Stanley Becker of the Pasadena Police Department. Thank you, Chief Davis. I feel indeed honored to be a guest on Calling All Cars and to have the opportunity to bring to the radio audience of the West a story from our files. The case that you will hear shortly is a vivid proof of the willingness which puts your police officer and risk his very life that your property may be preserved and the peace of your community be maintained. And you consider his modest income for which your policeman works, and you consider how little of golden opportunity his occupation holds for him. You may well be amazed at the dangers he is willing and eager to meet on your behalf. If you will pardon my understandable enthusiasm, your policeman is a great fellow, deserving of your highest respect, admiration, and support. March 20th, 1924. Into the Ford Agency and the quiet little town of Alhambra walked a young man, looked at several cars, beckoned to the salesman on duty. Is there in the way of transportation? Yeah, but maybe you might have a good news job there that wasn't twice too high. I've been gone for a couple of months, and I don't want to spend a lot of dough on a car. Just want something to get around in. And you got something pretty reasonable? Mm, let me see now. I tell you what, I think I've got just a car for you. The 23 Ford, in the very best of conditions, new rubber, a fine, clean job. Runs like a million dollars. How much? I tell you what I'll do for you. I'll make it $250, and that's a buy. Yeah, probably is, but not for me. I don't want to spend over a hundred dollars. And you got a car that got me around with that price? One hundred dollars? Well, of course, that's not very much money, but well, perhaps I can find something. How about that old coupe over there? Looks as though it ought to be around a hundred bucks. That automobile for a hundred dollars? Why, that's a good car. You just spend a lot of money fixing it up. I could let you have it for a hundred and seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Well, a hundred flat much my price. But not anything to fit my purse. I guess I'll have to look around somewhere else. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Tell you what I'll do. I'll speak the boss and see what he says. Maybe I can get you a better price on it. I'm going to too much trouble. Oh, not at all, no trouble. If you'd like to look the car over, I'll be back in a minute. Okay. I'll take a look at the bus. Maybe I won't want it after I look it over. Well, you'll be making a mistake. It's a mighty clean car. Looks like it's uh, hard to walk out in the truck to see to take the car away. Oh, the door works anyway. End of the run. It's hard, eh? At least you won't have to crank it. Run. Not good, but good enough to get as far as I'm going. Well, I've got good news for you. The boss says it's okay at $100, and I say that's a real buy. You would. Well, I guess it'll get me around all right. If you'll uh, step over to the office here, we can make out the papers. Okay. Right in here. Thanks. You uh, want to pay cash? Yeah, I'll give you a check for it. Okay. 
You haven't got the cash, have you? Of course not. You don't think I'm walking around with a hundred dollars in my pocket, do you? As a matter of fact, I only got in town a little while ago. I haven't even established credit here. You uh, got a check on a local bank? Got a map. Got a cashier's check on a mutual bank in Chicago. It certainly ought to be good enough. Would you mind letting the kids? Just a formality, of course. The boss is kind of particular about our taking checks. There it is. Good as gold. That's the biggest bank in Chicago's failed since I left there five days ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Made off $150. Well, yeah, I don't have to have them for 100 even. And I figured I could get 50 in cash. Isn't that all right? Well, yeah, I guess so. Check seems to be all okay. Now, if you just sign this procedure, I'll endorse the pink slip over and you'll check. Fine. On this line? Okay. There you are. John Henry complete. Edward Fells, Chicago, Illinois. And here's the pink slip on the board. Thanks a lot, Mr. Fells. I'm sure you'll get a lot of satisfaction out of the car. I hope so. And thanks for getting me such a good price. I want to get that. Check for $150 on the mutual bank of Chicago. That's right, Sergeant. Good morning, come back, Mark. Not easy to spend. Well, I won't give the man to get my money back. Well, I doubt if you have much of it left. We'll try to pick him up for you. Now, if you'll give me a description of the car, I'll start the boys looking for it. It's a 192142. What color? Black. The license number is 133745. 133745. Five, Mr. Jones. We'll get after right away and let you know as soon as we get the post office. I'm coming, Adam. If things don't get better pretty soon, I'm going to close up the store. I don't know what's the matter with people. Maybe they ain't thinking anymore. Maybe you need some advertising, George. That fellow makes gum. He says, tell them quick and pull them off. And he says, plenty of gum. Well... There's a lot of difference between uh, something you chew and a kind of paint. No, sir, it ain't advertising I need. It's the customer. Well, ain't much use in talking about it. That won't sell no paint. How about a little game of runner? You're on. That is, if I can remember where I put the card last time we played, I couldn't be somewhere on the standard here. Uh, no, thank you. I tell you, George, you're getting absent-minded like. I was reading just the other I was reading just the other day about a scientist fellow who says that the American people are losing the natural concentration. Or something like that. He says we all ought to read more. Stimulate the mind. Well, give me the one you did last time. Don't seem like they're falling apart with me a sitting in it. Look, George, you got a customer, my dear. Well, that's not to do, sir. Do uh, you want me some things? Yeah, quite a lot of things. I've got a couple of bonds together. Uh, what do you have in mind? Outside things? Yeah, a couple of gallons of that and some good inside enamel, too. Got a lot of bug work to do. Well, I've got some mighty fine house things here that ought to do the trick. Uh, what color do you think you'd be wanting? Oh, white, I guess. Yeah, plain one will be fine. Well, here's the best paint I ever seen for a rough work. How much is it? Uh, I'll see a mark here on the bottom of the can. Uh, Adam, you remember the price on this stuff? Well, don't you look for nothing in this to me, though. It's hanging right there in front of your nose. Oh, yeah, let's see. White, rough finish, cold water drinking. Three dollars a gallon. Three bucks a gallon, huh? 
Well, I'll need about three gallons of that and a couple of quarts of white enamel. Yes, sir. This here enamel is about the best for the money. Six cents for Okay. I guess that's about all. You got a pen? Pen? Yeah, you know, something you write an ink with. Well, now, I don't know exactly whether I have one around here, neither. Adam, you got that fountain pen of yours with you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, here you are, Mr. Good. I'm going to catch your check here for $50. I'll be all right, won't it? $50? Ooh. Come on, Have you got that much money? Uh, well, I got it right here on hand, but I guess I can get it next door. Well, I hope so. You got any cash on there? Now, you got to get this paint now so I can get started on those bonds right away. So if you haven't got it, I can go to another paint store. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'll get it all right, I, I think. Uh, George, can you see your money? Huh? Oh, sure. Pardon me a minute, Mr. President. Yeah, go right ahead. I'll say I do. This is the first ten dollar sale I've made so long that I just can't afford to lose it. All right, here. Take it. Yeah, thanks a lot, Adam. I, I appreciate that. Well, there you are, mister. Forty dollars even. The paint comes to just ten. Okay. Here's a check. Well, good afternoon, Governor. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, George. Someone once said, he said It was for the monthly payment on the house of my friend here, so you see if I can suggest something about Well, if you'll just take it easy, you know, maybe I can get some, well, some sense out of this thing. Now, you say the fellow gave you this check for $10 of a paint, eh? That's right, that's right. You mean, ain't you any good? And it's the only money I got, and if I don't make that payment, the old lady'll kill me. All right, all right. Just try to keep yourselves under control and stick to the facts. Now, can you give me the description of him? Well, uh, as I remember, he was about my height, maybe 10 or 15 pounds. No, George, you're wrong. He was at least an inch taller than you. I said he was about my height, Adam. Wasn't I standing right there in front of him? Yes, and you were on them floorboards behind the counter. And they're all of an inch thick, so that proves my point. All right, boys, all right. Suppose you wait till you get home with the rest of the argument. It is a height approximately 5 feet 7 inches. Now, uh, can you tell me anything more about him? Color of his hair, clothes he wore? Well, or... I'd say his hair was so sharp, almost black, uh-huh. and he had a regular... No, uh, that's wrong. His hair was so sharp, and he had a Okay, goodbye. 
but you don't have a seat, Mr. Carroll. I'll have the money over for you in a minute. We've been keeping very little cash on hand here the last few weeks. There's been a couple of robberies in this district. I just phoned, and the manager will be right over with the money. I haven't got much time. I would not take him too long to get here. Well, I'm sure it was. He said it was only be a matter of a couple of minutes. Uh, can I show you something in shirts or socks while we're waiting? We have some of the very latest patterns in fitting. Now, here's one with the pin. Uh, it's becoming very fashionable this season. I don't want any shirts. Uh, um, how is this, perhaps? I have a wonderful buy in linen hatches that my dentist will. Uh, it will seal the quality of this linen. It's the very best Irish linen to be found anywhere in this country. Mm. Nice, all right. Come on, Bob, you'll do something. How much on it? Uh, 75 cents. And that's the fairest price I've ever heard of for real Irish linen. Hey, uh, this is the man, officer. Get your hands up over your head and don't be wasting any time about it. Hey, what's the idea? What's going on here? I think you know well enough. Get out your wrist. I stood my well enough. I haven't done anything. Well, maybe this will make you change your mind. Yeah, a little bit of jurisdiction. An old Japanese friend of mine got me. Are you coming along too polite, young fella? Am I going to have to drag you? Oh, if you don't have to get rough, I'll go. Yeah, that's a smart lad. That way, there's no chance of anybody getting bruised up a bit. Come on. Start away from the car. Thus, the first step of the bad check passer Edward Bell comes to a sudden close. Sentenced to one to five years in the county jail, he spends less than a month in custody. He's then released on probation. Three weeks later, he's arrested by the Los Angeles police on forgery charges. Then, two weeks in jail, he's dismissed because of lack of evidence. In December 1924, the name Edward Bell again appears on the police water in Los Angeles on suspicion of robbery charges. But once again, the law finds itself unable to gather sufficient evidence for a conviction. And Sergio Robert Bell walks out of the city jail a free man. December 31st, 1925. Sergeant Coons of Central ushers a man into the office, marks Los Angeles robbery. Morning, Captain. I'm glad that that fellow was picked up last night on suspicion of robbery. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sergeant. Oh, you again, eh, Sal? Yeah. You know, Sergeant, there's something mighty funny about this fellow. He's been in here three times now, and within a week or two, he's always been back on the outside. I proved every time I had nothing to do with the rap you're trying to hang on me. Yes, you proved it, Sal. But I know just as well as you do that you're as guilty as the devil. Why don't you tell your boys to lay off me, Cap? It's a tough on a guy trying to get a decent job, and every time he walks into a joint, an armful of bulls muscle into the door and drag him off. You know how it is. I know how it is, all right. Now you listen, sir. You're heading into a whole lot of trouble for yourself one of these days. I know we can't hold on this, Doug. Maybe you'll be in two or three more times and walk out again. But one of these days, you're going to find yourself right smack in the center of plenty of grease. Yeah, you think you both are pretty wise guys. You have an idea that someday you're going to frame me and make it stick. Well, isn't a cop on your force smart enough to get me for keep? How about telling this yes man of yours to let me out of here? Oh, pretty fell. I'll remember that little speech of yours. Sergeant, show this gentleman. So, Edward, Edward Bell once again walked out of the shadow of jail, mingled with the crowd, subtle inwardly of the stupidity of the law, and the law. 100 and 3rd precinct. That's right, speaking. 
No, I'll go on the right, Benny. I'll see you here at 1.30 tomorrow. And here's to us. Well, here's to us. Decided as to go, Eddie. That's the way to talk. I knew you wouldn't. Now we've got to make a little change in our plans. Hmm? What's the matter? Something go wrong? Ah, no, don't look a worry. I got the thing in my friend about this cutting stuff. I figured maybe it'd be a better idea if we didn't try that angle. Oh, well, I thought you were all set on it. Sure, I was. This guy that's got the club began to get a little inquisitive last night. Wanted to come over and help me with my car and all that. Put me in a spot, so I really just let it skip him. Yeah, well, what do we do then? We stick up the bank. Set it that way anyway. Walk in early in the morning, just as the bank opens, and put the case here and move. I don't like that idea so much. Listen, Ward, nothing can happen if he works fast. You can wait out in the car, and I'll handle the whole stick up myself. All you have to do is do that with the car when I come out, and then drive like the devil. Well, all right, I guess if you think it's okay, all right with me. I'll still go. Good. I'm going for a drink. Good. Hey, good. Make it two more and don't forget the scoop. Come on, come on up. How about figuring out our move, huh? Sure. Yeah. When we get away from the bank, we'll head out to the orange grove. Morning of August 17th, three days later. Officer Ralph L. Stabb of the Pasadena Police Force, off duty, is just entering the Gardner Auto Works on the corner of Colorado and Vernon to pick up his car when. Well, what in the devil? Okay. What's all the noise about out there? Well, I don't know, Bill. Mind if I use your phone a minute? No, go right ahead. Can you call the station? Yeah. Probably nothing important, but you know me, just a bundle of curiosity. Operator. I'm in the police station. Uh-huh, I was just bringing the car in for that tune-up you promised me, Bill. You got time, I... Oh, hello. Operator, police. That car just faded. Oh, hello, this is Sam. What's going on? Hey, you got a car? Yeah, but what's the... A couple of guys just got up the National Bank on Fair Oaks and Vernon. Get out to Columbia and Orange Grove Avenue as fast as you can and wait for Going like the devil? No, I haven't, Mr. How long have you been here? Oh, a couple of hours. Good. That means you haven't gotten out of town this way. I wouldn't be a bit surprised, Jerry. But out of line, the lady's shooting. Car reported cash in Columbia and Orange Grove approximately three minutes ago. Motorcycle officer doing, officer Jan, Harrison and Walker, directly behind a changing gunfire. In front, all available cars and motorcycles. Keep down, Fred. Those boys are throwing fun.
the face of the track of their carriage and see what you're doing. Yeah, that boy's got the of the ball riding up there right behind all that hot head of the motor. Hey, look, you and Jim, he's going to fail. You're going to stop? No, we're going to stay with him. Somebody will take care of you. Out like a light. I gotta get him to a hospital. Thank you. 
Good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.